Okay. It's all right. We're early. You're early. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and that full Sharon. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Window. Let's roll. Trying to keep up. Turn up the AC stage. Eating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. This is a surreal experience for you, isn't it? What's song? that? The podcast. The song makes me smile every it's time. It's like you're living a, a someone else's life. It does, yeah. <laughs> someone with a better life. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. I'm here with Scott Sharp. What's up, everyone? In uh, the East Village in yeah. New York City on a beautiful day, 57, 58 I'm feeling degrees. good. I think it's the weather or the iced coffee that I'm just rocking on. But uh, I was about to go get a coffee. You want that one? You want nah, the dude. last swig? No. Nah. Before we before we get any further, uh, come see me at Hilarities in Cleveland, April 3rd. And uh, shit, if you're in the New York area, the standing room, March 4th. Yeah, those are my two gigs. All right. <laughs> the one's <laughs> worth mentioning anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club tomorrow night. They won't hear oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that gets what a you, seal? What you, yeah, <laughs> I already got a, a seal. A dog or whatever. <laughs> Uh, that's my DMX bark. So, what are you doing at Gotham? What's tomorrow? Monday? Yeah. What the fuck's uh, going on Monday? I don't know. It's just a show where uh, the first fifty tickets are free, and then the and then after, then that, after that, it's like don't crazy. worry about it. <laughs> 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 then after that, just go to a different comedy club. <laughs> Let's just call it all tickets are free. <laughs> hey, what's what time's the show? Mm. Uh, eight o'clock. Yeah. I got fucking sick of being a comic this week. Yeah. As easy of a life as it is. Yeah, I hear that. Some nights, it's like I, I didn't do anything last night, and yeah. I just felt great about it. I don't fuck with Saturday. Or if I don't have a spot, I don't, I don't fuck with Friday or Saturday yeah. in New York City. This neighborhood is bonkers. Yeah. It's like a street festival every weekend. Yeah, it gets, I used to live at First and First... So kind of in this neighborhood, and it's bananas. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's too. It, people get too drunk. That's my thing. Yeah, is, there's too many of them. Yeah. Ugh. Well, they're here to have their New York weekend, and they just go nuts. Yeah. What's funny is you only think of it as happening in like this neighborhood or in Man- Manhattan or whatever. But I saw some kids, probably from New Jersey or Connecticut or whatever, get out of a cab one time in Williamsburg, and they're like, holy shit, yeah. we're in Brooklyn! Williamsburg is just yeah. as bad. But if you go to where I live, nice and calm, yeah. grab yourself a little parking spot. Greenpoint is the fucking the hideout. <laughs> it's right on the, the cusp. Because you, you don't have a quick train. The G is just a little cheese dick train that the no G one respects. It's probably the worst train in the city, yeah. right? And then the it F, only goes it only goes what? North and south? It just Brooklyn? goes to Queens to Brooklyn. You don't have a Manhattan leg. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> or then That's you can like, walk fifteen minutes yeah. to the L, which yep. is fine. That's going down for five years or but, something. But just the G insane. was like the G was like an obsolete train before like the G's Before the a Mecca. joke. Like, yeah. like, there's a new Mecca that, like, there's a new crew of people that don't even need to leave Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn is, is fucking happening again. Yeah, the old Polish people, that's who live in Greenpoint. It's all yeah. just old, really old Polish people with big hands and, you know. Yeah. 
big features, and they just—I don't even think—I don't think they've been to Manhattan in forty years. They I just love, don't need. I to. love how there's a huge disconnect between the Polish and the hipsters. Yeah, like that's all that's there. But they all wear the same sneakers. I kind of am on the Polish side, though. Yeah, it I know. would be hard to see all these just idiots be like, "I'm an artist. Look at my sweater with a hole in it." Right. But you know what? You know where like the um, the boundary is rigid is like the hipsters don't really fuck with the Polish scene. No. So there'll be these really cool bars that you'll see. It looks like something out of Goodfellas or something. Old school bars with like right. lights on them and stuff, and there's only like five guys in there. In the front, because the hipsters don't fuck with that shit. Right, they respect that shit. Right, and then in the back, they're planning like a hit. Yeah, eating spaghetti. Exactly, or like I guess some pierogies. Right, it's just like like that woman from Orange Is the New Black. You watch that? No. All right, we'll is never it that. <laughs> is it good? It's fucking great. It's like an all female cast in jail. Yeah, man, I gotta <laughs> I gotta get a show. It's you a lot have, of time to invest. What, to watch a show? Mm-hmm. There's tons of great shows. Yeah. Do you have Netflix? Yeah. you watch Cheers? No. Oh, dude, that's like 11. What's 11 times 25? Are you really going through all of Cheers right now? I just finished on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I watched seasons one through three in 2011. I was not feeling it as a comic this week and just put away four. 40 episodes of no, Cheers. No, it took me since October. See. So, so I've been, I started season four in October, and I've been watching two or three episodes a day, on average. It's such a good fucking show, man. Yeah. I can... I, I just... It, it was past my... I guess I should revisit, because it seemed old, and then I got into Seinfeld when I was a kid. Yeah, it's old until you watch, like, three episodes. And then you just the end. shit. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. I can't believe how much I love it. I sit here by myself and laugh out loud <laughs> watching Cheers, dude. This shit kills. Yeah? It kills. What? A, so like, like what kind of humor do you know is how it? Depressed, I don't even... Do you know how depressed I am that I finished it? Do you know how fucking bad I feel It pulled right you now? out of a depression. No, no, Cheers. no. It put me into a depression because now I've got nothing on caliber of Cheers to watch. And everyone's going to tweet me, because they've already started, because I've already tweeted about it. But everyone's going to tweet me now, and they go, watch this, watch that, watch and that. Just I feel like fill a little kid saying, I don't want a new television show. <laughs> That's my television show. Huh. Well. I sound like a baby Seinfeld just then. Um, well, that's the deal. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going through. I've got, you're, you you said you were in a good mood, right? For yeah. Real? This yeah, day no, is just feel, like making you feel yeah, good. Yeah, just walking here was a different feeling. Because I was uh, – I, I realized yesterday I was walking around and I go uh, – I'm like, man, I'm doing this like winter penance. This like winter penance of, of New York City and when spring comes around, I'm going to be gone. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I'm, so I I'm saw paying. Ari at the – I was yeah, on the show with him at, yeah, on Thursday, and I saw him, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Does that mean Fulshron's gone? No, man. You got till April, right? I got till April. Yeah, right when it starts to be amazing, and all the like girls all the are going to start wearing nothing, and all the food, you can smell it as you're walking down the street. And all and the, the garbage on Sunday night. And you're just going to go leave. I'm going to I'm gonna leave. It's pretty fucking stupid. I, you gotta but, stay. Well, I'm not staying in April. I gotta go home and work. I don't have a place to stay in April. Oh yeah. So, 
I definitely got to go home. Even if I'm coming back here, I definitely got to go home and get organized. Right. I can't just leave <laughs> shit as is. <laughs> and I could help somebody. I could get somebody to help me. I could hire somebody to help me Airbnb in my apartment. But, you know, if someone actually needs that job, they're just going to, like, stay there. Oh, yeah. And, like, fuck the place oh, up. Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out, Matt. You stay in New York. I'm definitely coming back um, at some point. <laughs> like, at least once a year, I'm coming back. Yeah, for a this good little shit. stint. Yeah. There ain't no fucking spots in L.A. Fuck L.A. That's I love L.A., but fuck <laughs> L.A. I mean, I'm an out-of-towner out of town out of towner here, and I still get so many goddamn spots. Yeah. It's sweet, dude. But those spots... So what, what is it in L.A.? Is there just not enough shows, or you've just been there too long, and... You're not like the new guy in town or what? For some reason, and, and like keep in mind, I do play at the Comedy Magic Club a lot. I Comedy Magic Club? Comedy and Magic Club, oh. which is, we were talking about that. Like first. musicians get up and rip a set. No, no, Comedy oh. and Magic. No music whatsoever. Comedy and Magic. Oh, I mean, yeah, magicians. Magicians get up. There's like one magician a show, which you don't want to fucking follow that shit. So. Do they kill? Of course they kill. <laughs> the club, me, we talked about it when Kevin was here. Kevin McCaffrey. It's like this really dope club on the beach with this it's kind of a conservative audience though. So the yin and the yang of the audience is they laugh like crazy. All right. The downside is like they're easily offended and they love dumb shit like magic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like kind of my home club out there. But like if you think I can't bluff a clean set for 8 minutes, yeah. I, it's That's like, what we were saying. Just go for their – it's eight minutes. It's eight minutes of pop. They Just give you a something steak work. and a paycheck. Oh, my God. They give you a real paycheck for eight minutes. And then if there's overflow, though, you do the same eight minutes in another room and get paid double. What's like a trick that you see there? Because they can't bring like a, a big trick? old trunk out on stage and cut oh, themselves in half. Are you kidding me? Really? There's a backstage – there's like a curtain filled with dummies and props and shit. And that's just the shit that got left behind. Everybody, you know, BYOPs. They bring their own props. And they got, like, oh, one guy's got a parrot. and They got uh, names like Ed the Magnificent no, or something. something. Like Piff the Mag- Magic Dragon goes up there. You heard of this guy? Piff? No. <laughs> He's Puff the Magic Dragon's brother. He was just on. <laughs> He's got Piff? He's got, like, firecrackers and shit. He was just on uh, America's Got Talent. And yeah, like, he's headlining Gotham. He did great. Yeah. Tomorrow first, night. First 50 tickets cost money. <laughs> um, Piff. So you got that. Uh, the comedy store I get up at, but that is I get up at like fucking one in the morning. Who's uh, getting the prime spots there? Like uh, Lots of good people at the comedy store. You know, Burr's in town. Marin's in town. Joe Rogan's in town. David Spade goes up. The club is no fucking joke. Right. So to go up at one in the morning it's pretty good isn't stuff. exactly the worst thing in the world. Um, but it, that doesn't mean it's fun. Right. Uh, uh, I get up at the Ice House. Whatever. That's, I get I've heard sp- that's pretty easy, right? Yeah, that's like a lot of fun. Kill. That's just crush fest. Like there's a lot of clubs that won't that. even accept uh, tapes from the Ice House. Because it just doesn't count. Because it's just, yeah. You might as well be in front of a studio audience on TV <laughs> with like a warm-up act. <laughs> um, so there are clubs out there. I do get spots out there. But like, but you're, you're right. 
It's not like, oh shit, it's full charge. It's like, oh yeah, it's full charge. He's been here for Still fucking charge, yeah. 20 years. See you uh, at 1 a.m. Hey, and, uh, hey, yeah. Thanks for coming out, man. Good to see you. Uh, here, I'm not exactly setting it on fire, but people are like, oh cool, it's not the same fucking guy right. over and over yeah. again. Hey, Matt's in town. And I can tell people are like picking up what I'm putting down out here. I'm feeling good about New York City. I made like $75 on Valentine's Day, and somehow I came home with nothing. Because, <laughs> again, I tried to take the G train home. <laughs> yeah, see, the and G's the, not going to let. And it just, I, I was just the only one standing at the subway stop, which made me think, oh, dude, like the train just came through. Or, like, no one even bothers with it at 1230 at night. Yeah. And it's not like I could get on the G train and then just be home all of a sudden. I get on the G train and then I got to wait for the fucking L. Right. I walk up. There's a yellow cab. I got the money on me. Let's go home. Good night. I think I maybe had, like, two drinks at a bar and I looked in my wallet and there was nothing left. Yeah. I, there if was I, nothing If left. I look at my maxed out credit card, it's like NYC taxi, <laughs> NYC taxi, a pizza, yeah. NYC taxi. Yeah. I do a good game here. I, uh, I always pay cash for everything. So when you run out of cash, you go, all right. I'm, I'm going back to LA. Night. That's it for the <laughs> that's night. That's it for me. But uh, I do want to come back here because I fucking hate driving. Yeah, it's I so love nice. the train. But weird thing happened in Albany this Like, I actually had a good time in Albany. I had a good time staying in a hotel in the Burbs with nothing. I was working with my friend Ian Bag. That's probably why I had so much fun. And then the, the road sh- with your friends is the best ever. It's the best because you're kind of on vacation. You're just in a hotel, kinda, let's go to a diner. Right. And if you're used to New York City comedy clubs or LA comedy clubs, going up, the road can be difficult if they absolutely don't get you. But that rarely happens. You go up, you can fucking rally the troops within the first two or three minutes, and you're just crushing for right. the whole set. And I got used to that. Six shows in a row doing comedy in a shopping mall. <laughs> Which I used to hate, but I've learned to do comedy for like a, a mainstream audience now. Yeah, definitely. I've learned how to do it. And uh, it, what you do is you just do your comedy and don't fucking – just keep going. Just don't talk shit to you, them. You don't talk shit. <laughs> if you don't like them, you just keep going anywhere until it becomes unbearable. <laughs> until you can tell the audience needs you to say something to somebody. But for the most part now, if someone's fucking with me – I just let the bouncers deal with it or the other people deal with it. I refuse <laughs> I refuse to be the bad guy. Because then I go back to my dumb fucking jokes and they're like, Hey, we know you're a dick, dude. Right. Don't pretend like you're not a dick. We just saw that you were a dick. Yeah, it's hard to go back to sarcastic Being, white dude yeah, humor yeah, after yeah, you yeah. call some lady a cunt. I just plow through it. They pay me no matter what. There's a Great gig that I just got a date for that I'll hook you up with the lady's email, but it's in Pelham, New York, Yeah, which is less than an hour on the train. You just shoot right up there. You get a meal. They give you like a steak. It's 300 bucks for feature. I don't know what headline yeah. I get, but you probably headline, and you're back in your own bed. And it's like the New York City dream gig, 300 right. bucks, sleep in your own bed. Well, so Albany was kind of like that because it was just a train up and a train back down along the Hudson River. Uh, was that the comedy works there? No, I, I did the, the funny bone. But then oh, I nice. come back to New York and I'm like, I'm just like feeling good about my comedy and shit. And then I went up in front of uh, nine pe- I took a train all the way out to Park Slope just to go up in front of nine people. And um, it, was, it was funny. I said to the audience and I meant it. I go, how come I only get stage fright when there's nobody in the audience? <laughs> Like, when there's nobody in the audience, I get sick to my stomach, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. See, I'm in, sh- I'm in shape for 12 people, yeah. nine people. I was prior to Albany. 
I had been doing comedy in the city right. for two months straight, a month and a half straight, and I was just like, I, I was up for that shit. You know, half the jokes don't Did you take land. a beating or was it? F- no, I did not take a beating. The thing is, I always tape my sets now. Yeah. And most oh, no. of the time, a lot of times I feel like I take a beating and then I listen to the tape and I'm like, oh, they laughed at every single fucking joke. Right. Um, or almost. You probably just didn't. I didn't feel good. You didn't try something new, you know. Maybe oh, I tried tons of new shit. <laughs> and I think that's like, like kind of why I felt bad, but you have to do that stuff. Anyways, and then the show, like, it's with Joe Zimmerman. You do a, um, you do a, a question. He asks you questions for six minutes afterwards. Zimmerman <laughs> And I does? felt like I was bombing on that, too. Because <laughs> I was giving, like, real answers. He's, answer- he's asking these, like, legitimate questions. Uh, you know, like, well, what are you really looking for in a woman, Matt? You know? And it's like, oh, Jesus You're trying Christ, to, like... Joe. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, give an honest answer and still be funny. Yeah, I'm never good when I have to do something other than my act. Yeah. Um, I Again, I listened to the tape. I'm like, oh, it was all funny. But for some reason, riding home on the train, I was like, oh, I feel abused. <laughs> and then I did this uh, show at the New York Comedy Club yeah. on Thursday. And I was watching everyone just crush. <laughs> and then I went up. And like the first two or three minutes, they were just giving me nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> what? what the fuck? Everyone else is just murking. And I know why it is. It's because, like, everyone else was like, uh, or the people in front of me were like high energy and doing crowd work. And then I get up and it's all of a sudden a lecture again. Or not again. It's now a lecture. Like, there's this 40-year-old white guy in a suit, like, (laughs) slowing the pace down. Like, here's some shit. Here's some shit. Eventually, I get them on my side. It's rolling. It's rolling. That club's great. It's rolling. And then this woman in the front row, I do a joke about like uh, snoring or something, and I'm trying to get through the joke, and she's just shouting and pointing at her husband. She's like, that's him! That's him! That's him! That's him! I'm not exaggerating. All right, I'm trying to talk. That's him! And she's fucking five feet from me. So I'm just doing that thing like, I'm just going to keep going, keep going, and then I had to like talk after, and then after the joke, I'm like, so is that him? <laughs> You know, is like is is this him? It's him. He can't stop snoring. I'm like, do you, you want to fucking leave him? Like, what is wrong with you? He's and just like, like, I want to commit suicide. Yeah, and then I couldn't get much humor out of it. I go, all right. And she just goes, I can't sleep. And I'm like, well, I can't talk. <laughs> and then I just kind of like moved myself over a little bit, and then just, just went on, from just her. went on with the fucking material. And again, and then I was getting laughs again. I really was, and I go, uh, I go, I got the light, and I go, whew, I'm exhausted, and she goes, me too, and I just started laughing, <laughs> like, lady, we fucking hate each other, but let's just not get into yeah, it. Yeah, I try not to get malicious if they're just excited. I don't do it anymore. No. I don't do it anymore, and it works in my favor, but then I was walking home like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it was so rough. To, like, bottle those emotions and not, like, just be like, I know you're hot in your hometown, but here you're, annoy- you're an annoying, ugly person. Yeah. So just shut the fuck up. And, you know, her husband is thinking, I'll take her to a comedy show. She'll shut up for two hours. We can hear someone else talk. She can't shut up. Yeah. Um, I was doing Caroline's once, and I was up there early in the show, and they were doing all the drink you know, getting everyone drink, and it was just brutal. And yeah. I try to just 
not you know i try to just get it going instead of just being like hey what do you would you guys order oh cool you know yeah and uh this couple comes in late and they're trying to like seat him down and he's like pulling out the chair making all this noise and i'm trying to plow not think about it and just plow and uh the waiter really, like, really good and qua- goes, what, what can I get you guys to drink? And this guy just goes, yeah, I'll have a uh, margarita and she'll have a margarita. And in my head, I'm like, why not just say we'll have two margaritas, you fucking psycho. No, people don't know. Some people don't know. Some people don't fucking know. Me? Yeah. I've been reading recently about introverts and extroverts. I know I'm an introvert. When I walk I into a room, when I walk into a room, I want to go like completely unnoticed. Some people have no problem uh, uh, calling attention to themselves to the point where they don't realize they're doing it anymore. Right. I think that some people think that once you're up there doing comedy, it's almost like the TV. Yeah. Like you just turn it on and you're, you know, there's yeah. a, there's got to be a connection going. You don't just go and rattle off. Yeah. Material. Right. It's like, yeah, I, I wasn't disturbing the show. I just was ta- you know, <laughs> yeah. saying something. Right. So then I just, I, on the way home on Thursday, I was just like, yeah, I got to, um, first of all, I got to get a good night's sleep. Got to get back in a good mood. But I'm like, I'm going to take, I'm like, I don't have a show until Tuesday. And I'm fucking taking the time off. I'm doing it. Right. I'm doing it. I'm taking the time. Because there's that idea that like, oh, I'm in New York. I'm visiting. I have to do as much as possible. No. Yeah, we were talking about that. I need You're doing better about that this time. Chill. And I went I walked on, on, on Friday, I walked all the way from like from you know the FDR uh parkway? Yeah. Like there's you can walk a there's like a trail, you can walk like I walked like a quarter away around the city, dude. I walked all the way down to like Wall Street. Hell saw yeah. the fucking Statue of Liberty. On that uh, like boardwalk that goes right on it's the edge, the right? It's the shit. Yeah. It's the shit. And then I just I just chilled. And uh, I'm ready to go back to work this week, dude. It's great. I feel good. Good. I feel good. Um, I want to call my friend Randy. What's Randy's deal? Randy is... It's funny you don't listen to this podcast. Radio Rando is a co-founder, basically, of the podcast. He started uh, my first podcast with me. It's called The Crab Feast. And uh, I've known him for 20 years. And he's my goddamn brother, basically. All right. And he's funnier than fuck. I wanted him to be a regular on the show, but he's got his own uh, film production company. He's got a family. And so he's got time for a phone call. He's just like, no. Yo. Yo, what's up? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Here you did. Good, good, good. What's happening? <laughs> Nothing, buddy. <laughs> I just called you to talk. I was watching... Um, uh, smells like Teen Spirit video last night. Or I was watching the Kurt Cobain documentary. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and you know, I'm older and wiser and hipper to film production. And I'm like, oh, that's just a fucking studio. I go, it looks just like the Tosh.0 studios. I look it up, and I'm like, they shot that shit in Culver City. Uh, I always thought of those kids and those cheerleaders and stuff as people that were in Seattle and just free that thing. Oh, yeah, no, like, yeah, mad for dudes. They're extras. Yeah. They're fucking extras. They're actors. Yeah, they had no idea what Team Spirit was. No idea. And no uh, idea. I did hear they crashed the set, though. Like, and 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 your boy, Curse Lake, was like, hey, 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 we need that. And they were just, like, smashing the set. Yeah, 
So did uh, did they? Hold on, let's let's rewind. Yeah. Did they talk about at all? Supposedly, the word is the way they picked that director was they found like the worst fucking reel and were like, this guy's gonna direct our music video. I heard that. Yeah. Did they talk about that in the music video? In the no, movie no, 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 no. Because I was just watching the uh, the montage of Heck. It wasn't really about Nirvana. It was about you know Kurt Cobain and stuff. But I've seen that in VH1 behind the music. Did, hold on, Montage of Heck is the one that it's just about him growing up, right? And it's like video of him when he's like six and stuff. It's his whole life. It's his whole life. So from so what? From completely depressing or what? It's so depressing because they have footage of him around the house with Courtney Love, and he's obviously on heroin. It's so depressing. He's nodding out, holding the baby. It's unbelievable. Like the second half of it sucks. But, like, there's great footage of, like, Dave Grohl making fun of Courtney Love and Kirk O'Mage just sitting there laughing. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> During a sound check. It's so fucking great. Did you see the other one that, like, tries to pin the murder on, on, on Courtney? That is fucking... That, that one... The Soaked one, in bleach. Yeah, that one's fucking... Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen the first 15 minutes of it, and I hated it. It makes a case, though. What do Does you it? think, Randy? What's up? What's up, man? This is Scott, man. How are you? Hey, Scott. Good. Yeah, no, that's what I heard. Like, and the guy, the filmmaker interviewed the guy. He has a whole fucking website, and he's a detective, and the whole thing's, like, how fucking uh, Courtney's, like, you know. Yeah, he recorded He recorded every conversation on the phone, the audio between him and Courtney Love, yeah. and that evidence alone just paints her, like, she's sitting there being, like... It was all crashing down for him. It looked like he was about to bail. They had signed a prenup. Yeah. And just watch the movie. I mean, it's a- <laughs> No, there's another movie called Kurt and Courtney where, uh, where they, they come up with the same thing. That's one of the theories. Yeah. And that movie came out like 10, 15 years ago. Oh. Hello. Uh, yo. Yo, Randy. Yo, Randy. Didn't you work with uh, Kevin Kerslake, though? Who's Kevin Kerslake? He's the guy that directed Smells Like Teen Spirit. No, no. No, I thought it was this guy named Sam. Sam. Sam Byer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like, he's like the video. He's like the guy that they made the cliche of. <laughs> right. Like, like close your eyes and picture like the biggest fucking music <laughs> video douchebag, and then fucking multiply that times ten, and that's who this guy is. And like, he, I am not fucking lying. And he, like, w- and he won the lottery basically because they picked him because he was the worst. Right, I worked on a Lenny Kravitz music video with him, and like, or the early aughts, and so, you know, he's like, I don't know, maybe a little older than us, like not much, but right? Like, so he was like probably late thirties, probably early forties, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, he always shows up like way late, uh-huh. you know, like his call times like at nine, he shows up like at eleven, everybody's just waiting around, and he's wearing like a white beater and like a skull cap, and it's you know fucking ninety five degrees outside. And he has to roll up in like the most obnoxious car, like a like a yellow Ferrari or something that's like so obnoxious. Right. And he rolls up, and nobody knows what's going on. Like, oh, there's the director. Like, what's going on? Like, are we going to shoot Saint? And he just walks up to the DP and grabs the camera and just starts yelling at people, like, 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 like yelling at people, like. How come you guys don't know what's going on? He's like, what's going on? Like, what are we doing? Like, what the fuck's going on? And they just start shooting and yelling at the fucking cast. Music's playing. Everybody's like, what's going on? 
And then he literally, I've never seen anybody ever do this. He takes the camera and throws it <laughs> to the AC. <laughs> like, like it's, you know, like it's his keys to his car. You know what I mean? And he's like, hey, man, I'm done with that. Well, and then and the AC's like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, he's got like a couple of like slutty blonde girls hanging out. Like, right. it's like. I can't believe this is fucking real. There's no way this is real. This is all an act. Like it was, he's like the, the he's the guy who invented the cliche. Right. The what, what were you doing on the, on the production? I was working on the art department, but it was a huge music video, like a, like a Lenny Kravitz music video. So like we're shooting on the streets, oh like in an alleyway and there's just people everywhere and cars. And I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? And then he just starts shooting. Nobody knows you're shooting. Everyone's like, are we shooting? What are we doing? Are we, are, like, what's going on? Like, nobody's, there's no organization. And then he just, you know, walks away. And like, that's it. We're done with this. And uh, like, okay, we're done. Oh, that's no, it. We just it. shot it? I didn't even know we were rolling. Shot it. And he has to have, he had to have a carton of Newports. Yeah. And a carton of, like, Marlboro Reds. And, like, this cooler with a bunch of other obnoxious shit in it. At like all times, and you couldn't touch his cooler. Oh my god! That's what I uh, dice- Anyways, that was the guy, but I never knew. In behind the scenes, they say that's how they picked his reel. Like it was horrible or something. Like isn't that how they picked him to direct Smells Like Teen Spirit? I've heard that before, but I don't know where I've heard it. But there's so many documentaries out there and stuff that I know they they picked it because they were always self conscious about being a big corporate band, so they didn't want a slick video, and so they picked somebody that was wasn't experienced or great i mean i heard that you've heard that we both heard that yeah, probably because we used the... to be roommates and probably watch it at the same time on the same goddamn tv oh. uh vh1 behind the music or something um that's funny because like if, if if that if that ac doesn't catch that fucking camera like that's it for the day right yeah no and then he would like keep it rolling and then he's sitting there trying to you know it's obviously when they shut film he's like trying to turn it off yeah but like yeah, like he was always like the biggest dick, right? Like, worse than you could ever be, ever right. imagine. Like no, like not even being self conscious about it at all, right? But that so, was my experience with Sandbox Bear. So I tried to Facebook uh, Sarah Paulson on Friday night. Uh, I was watching the People versus OJ Simpson. As yeah, Randy hit me. Uh, hit me too. Oh, did she accept your friendship? Well, we've gone back and forth on the Facebook. A lot of people don't know this. I don't know how they would. Uh, you probably don't even know who she is, Scott, because no. you haven't seen uh, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. But she's kicking ass in this show, and I used to, like, dog sit for her and shit. I'm friends with her sister. Randy's friends with her sister. Nice. And, yeah, but uh, you're also friends friends with her. Friends, yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, if you saw her in the street, you'd stop and say, hey, what's up? I'd probably get a fucking hug. I, I've We've known her since, like, 98, 99. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this time, this time didn't go. I didn't get anything. I got that shitty thing when you Facebook someone that just says, scene, 10, 17 p.m. You know, like I saw you. I saw your message. I saw the I ain't message. Writing, I ain't writing you back. What was what was your message? I I said something cute, like, "Hey, did you know you're in this OJ Simpson TV show? Hey, you're doing great uh, in it. What's up? That's what's cute. Up? That's cute. I think that's cute. Uh, she usually writes me back, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. Nobody Twitter bother her. Nobody fucking harass her. I want this to happen naturally. Do you, do you like the show? I think it's really good. It's slightly cheesy. But I like it because I remember all this O.J. Simpson shit, but I never knew any of the details because I never paid attention to anything back then. We were then. in college, yeah. I, I was just – all I remember was I, w- I had band practice the night 
uh, the, the Ford Bronco shit was happening. But I had no did idea we, he had a gun to his goddamn head. Either did I until I saw He had a gun. He had his own. I had no idea you could kidnap yourself or take yourself yeah. as a hostage. Yeah. Now, if he was just some regular dude, they would have just shot him. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you can't shoot me. I'm going to shoot me. And they're like, all right, Juice, it's cool. <laughs> we should do the podcast with guns to our head next week. <laughs> yeah, they better listen or I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> Isn't that weird? No, like, you can take yourself hostage? <laughs> like, if he wasn't a celebrity, they wouldn't have given a fuck. They'd have been like, it's us or you, dude. No, One of us going to shoot it, you. <laughs> it's insane that, like, everybody just pulled off on the side of the road. Is that not in fucking insane? That's fucking everybody crazy. It was like That's Friday insane. afternoon. You don't know, Scott. Where's that Bronco? Oh, I remember that. Well, the thing is, like, on fr- any all the highways in L.A. are crowded until about 10 p.m. Like, you can't get anywhere. But it was Friday afternoon at like 5, 6 p.m. And he's just cruising down like the street. Like the worst time. And everybody pulled over. Yeah. This is like West Side Dang. shit. And I didn't know he he had like his lawyer read a fucking suicide note on on like at a press conference. <laughs> like I missed all this shit. Where does the show pick up? It picks up uh, at the time of the murder, the night of the murder. Yeah, it That's where it starts. Right with the murder. Gotcha. Right with the murder. And, and uh, uh, the only thing I can't get past is like I'm watching Cuba Gooding Jr., it never seems like OJ to me. Well, everybody seems like everybody, right? Cuba seems like Cuba. David Schwimmer seems like David Schwimmer. David and Schwimmer, fucking I fucking John Travolta. Oh Jesus my god! Christ, dude. Half the time I'm watching it, I go, "Oh man, I should watch Pulp Fiction." <laughs> this is making me miss. <laughs> He's Pulp killing Fiction. it. No, it's just like it reminds me of Pulp Fiction, and Pulp Fiction's kind of better. Right. No, he's like <laughs> he's doing this like way affected like impersonation, feminine like personality that's like i fucking what the fuck's going on dude you know <laughs> and i had no idea like it was so much about race i missed all that shit here's the only thing i really remember about the oj trial just the white kid in college it was about race I, yeah i missed that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what i do remember was just being outside there's a there's like a, something called the pub where me and randy went to college at umbc university of maryland baltimore county and i just remember being outside and yeah, you didn't want to go in. I was with you and Khan. Yeah, we were okay. So we were all standing there. I remember like the huge ruckus that went yeah, off. Yeah, you didn't. You guys didn't even want to go in. I was like, dude, let's go in and watch this thing. You're like, nah. So I went in by myself. Yeah, I didn't even care. That's how much I was uninvolved. I didn't even care. So you were yeah, inside. Tell me what happened because I, I was outside. Everybody went. Well, first of all, let's a little a little uh, uh, perspective. Go easy yeah, now. Our go easy. Was like twenty five percent black. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, like, it wasn't like a bunch of white people watching right, this shit. Right, right. It was mostly brothers in there watching yeah, it, right? right. So, like, I don't know. I was like, hey, I'll see it. And, like, <laughs> I had watched probably more than you, because, well, knew more, because I I listened to Howard Stern a lot, like, right. during the summer. Right, You know, and I listened to a ton of Stern. And, and Stern, Stern was obsessed like, with the shit. Fucking two years, it's all he talked about was this thing. And so, hold on a second. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on. No, I mean, this is great. I forgot you were there. Yeah, so no, so I remember, so the night I was like, I went out with my girlfriend. We must have been in college because I remember hearing about it when I got home. And I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? That OJ thing. I was like, OJ, what's he running for? Like, I didn't. And then it was like, it was like years. It was like two years of the trial, I think. I think the whole thing lasted like a long time. Yeah, because I remember it just went on. It started in 93 ever. and and the verdict didn't come till like 95, I don't think. Yeah. Something so like that. Took, At least yeah, a year, took, definitely close to 2. 
it seemed like it took forever, and it was like all over the news. Now, and so and hold yeah. on, let me backtrack just for a second too. I was actually someone going like, "This is how I didn't even like sports, but I remember thinking, oh, there's no way Juice did it because he was just that loved, even by yeah, me, really. even by me, <laughs> even by <laughs> me." <laughs> Did you call him Juice back then as well? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Juice, there's no way Juice did it. <laughs> yeah. I have my secretary call him, but he, was, uh, he wasn't available. Juice. No, you know what's funny? Juice. Here's another side note, yeah. and no one's going to believe me, but my Uncle Peter looks exactly like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, no way, but it's true, dude. It's fucking true. My uncle is the white O.J. Simpson. What'd he do he do? What? What? Home. what? My uncle do? looks like O.J. Simpson, even though he's uh-huh. white. It's the weirdest oh, okay. fucking thing. But anyways. You got to post a picture of him for I'm the not listeners. Gonna, I'm not going to no. do that to him. I'm not going to do wanna, that to you him. You got to show me. Um, so, yeah, okay. I do. So, so you're, in the, you're in the cafeteria. And everybody goes, he's not guilty. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's not guilty. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But everybody around us goes, Banana, bananas. <laughs> like I could see them through the windows. Bananas. They were jumping around and shit. Am I wrong? Or am I? They this... won the lottery, <laughs> and I was just like, like, I was like, what the fuck happened? Like I was like, I was like, oh, I thought what he was like, I, and I didn't really have, I didn't really have like some opinion. Like, oh my god, the blood evidence totally makes him guilty. Right, right. I was just. Every, like every other schmo, like I guess he's guilty because yeah, he yeah. says he's guilty. Right. But I had no idea that all the brothers wanted him to get off. Like it me neither. No I missed that. that. I missed that. Even though we were we were friends with and you lived tons with of guys, a couple of black people, and I didn't never heard no word idea, one. Like, that was never heard yeah. word one from these guys about OJ. No, not even yeah. like casually. Didn't even know that was part of the plot line, bro. Total <laughs> surprise ending. Like I was like, well, oh you- shit. Well, you remember yeah. Dwayne from D.C.? I can't think of his last name, but there was a guy in our film classes named Dwayne. And he yeah. was like, we were talking about it in class because our classes are just like that. The teacher will avoid talking about subject matter. Just be like, so what do you think of the O.J. case? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to avoid teaching. Right. Here's your hey, $8 yeah, million. Let's talk about, talk about yeah. O.J. Uh, yeah. And, um, and Dwayne's like, he goes, I didn't think I cared about the O.J. Uh, trial. Until I heard not guilty, and then I lost my shit. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he said. He goes, I didn't think I cared, but it was just so nice to see a black guy get off. That's what he said. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, really? Like crazy. Oh, but, he, but that's he, what he Dwayne like said. Way, yeah, and, and Dwayne was like way ahead of his time. Hold on, was Dwayne black? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, he, so we, hold on. We had, we had two brothers in film there was the taller one then there was the one that was like more bulky right there was nigel Dwayne, jay gray Dwayne, we're really outing some people here Dwayne told me the story of he was in he was in art class and like a pretty big lecture hall and the teacher was like she wheeled out the fucking uh the tv was like hey we're all gonna watch this and he's like cool and (laughs) they did that in class in class it was like the beginning class and, and then he talked about guilty. it and then he had to talk about it in one of my classes like like well, because Jesus as soon Christ. as they were like as soon as they said not guilty him being the only black dude in the art class was like yes! <laughs> like fucking screamed out and everybody was like what the fuck was that dude and he was he told me the story but i, I remember him telling me the story of being in art class and screaming out when they fucking oj thing came out i was which is pretty fucking hilarious i was really embarrassed because the situation with Dwayne one time we were in art class you know they you, we wanted to major in film, but they make us take all these drawing classes and shit. I can barely <laughs> sign my name, you know what I mean? 
And we're sitting there drawing and stuff, and the teacher's like, so, guys, like, this is so stupid. Like, why would you bring up politics? Uh, <laughs> and she goes, what do you think about, like, Mary and Barry? And I just start joking, because I'm from the school of comedy where you just make fun of somebody if they smoke crack. And I just start cracking on, I start cracking. It's a pretty big school. That's a pretty big school, if everybody's wondering. I don't know if they... They know about it. That's a pretty big school of comedy. Yeah, exactly. So I just start cracking on him for smoking rocks, you know? And Dwayne's like, there's like a silence for a while. I think I got some laughs or whatever. And then Dwayne's like, he just goes in about how like everyone thought black people in D.C. were dumb as shit for electing him mayor and re-electing him mayor or whatever happened, but that he was the first guy that actually did anything. And he went on and on and on. And I just felt about an inch fucking tall. <laughs> I just felt like a pile of shit, which is also coincidentally what my drawing looked like. I was like, I'm ready to fucking go home. I am ready to go home. Uh, anyway, so you like the show. I do like the show, and I watched like three episodes in a row, and I'm ready to watch some more. Is that on Netflix? I would watch. It's that. on FX. All right. It's on FX. It's it's pretty corny. I'm getting. It's like a TV movie. It. It's like an old school TV movie. It's a totally it's old school TV m- movie, and it's kind of corny. But I think that like, I don't think you can make it any more serious. I think no matter what you do, that shit's going to be corny. I wish we could have got OJ to <laughs> fucking play himself. Yeah. He's, he's in shit. jail, right? He's for, in jail. Trying to for, steal uh, his own crime. merchandise in he, Vegas. He got cocky. Now, word on the street yeah. is OJ used to hang out at the Miami Improv all the time. In fact, my friend Rick Ingram tells a story about how one time he was chilling at the bar with Mitch Hedberg and OJ Simpson. Boom! I bet he wishes he has a fucking <laughs> I bet he wishes iPhones were popular back then. Because he ain't got no picture of it. But OJ was in on this joke where it was like a midnight show and some comics up on stage and they like – and then OJ – there's a green room behind the stage. So you can walk – when you walk on stage, you're walking in from the green room. It's the back wall of the stage. The comic's on stage and OJ comes out with a knife and pretends like he's going to murder the comic. <laughs> no way. That's no just what way. I heard. That's just what I heard, but I heard it from a couple of people. Damn. That's some crazy shit. And didn't he put out a book called How I Would Have Done It? (laughs) Yeah. No, no. They were going to publish it. And then everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah, everyone was like, OJ. It's a big publishing company. You can't. What the fuck are you doing? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is bad? This is in bad taste? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so they never never put it out. They never put it out, which is like insane. How about I just saw something on John Oliver, too, about how they hire white people to play black people in Hollywood. That girl, that sexy woman from Friday Night Lights, that redhead, who's Nicole's friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like a black woman in real life. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was pretty good. The John Oliver thing was pretty good. That was great. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. All right. Uh, it was well done. Well, I'll let you go. Who are, you, who are we picking for best picture tonight? Uh, I think it's going to be Spotlight. Did you see Spotlight? I saw Spot. No, I didn't see Spotlight. Too busy living it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Some people Jesus. probably don't think that's funny. Uh, did you see the Revenant? You probably. You I saw the Revenant. Revenant. Yeah. You like it? I thought it was. Fu- I thought it? it was fun. I didn't see it. I want to. I didn't know. Un- uh, I thought it was good, but I honestly don't understand why it was great. Can we say that? I saw, yeah, I saw Spotlight. I thought it was. It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. D- depressing as like, fuck. 
Pre- no, it just makes you angry. Like, exactly. You just want to burn down buildings. Like, yeah, let's namely, some namely in some Catholic churches. Church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, namely, one of the most yeah. respected institutions in this country, in the world. Okay. Okay, so on the side here. So does Chris Rock go full racial throughout the whole thing? I say no. Hold back. I say he holds back and make he makes it count when it counts. But I don't think so. Like go if you go watch. I remember the last one was all besides his beginning, his opening um, montage. I I think it's going to be all fucking. I think he's going to make it fucking. Totally uncomfortable the entire time. I forgot. I, he, I don't think he's going to pull back at all. I, I was told. I was totally uncomfortable. I was thinking to myself, I'm probably not going to watch the Oscars, but now I want to see the monologue. Yeah, you have to. And then, but they're going to have had, that on the internet, though. Yeah, but he also had the weird when when it was his year. They had this they did this weird thing where they gave awards to people in the aisles. Yeah, Do you remember this? No, like they did. Were like, hey, let's save some time, and the guy who wins best short film. Instead of walking all the way up to the stage, we'll give it to him in the aisle. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was really awkward. It was a really weird year. So and, uh, did they get the speech from their chair? Yeah, no, they walk up, but they only walk like halfway down the aisle, and there's like a podium there. And he's like, hey, I just want to thank, like, it was the fucking most awkward thing ever. So it was like a really weird year. Um, I was listening to a Marin or something, and they were talking about how getting that gig to host is kind of, it's bittersweet because... You well, they're not going to laugh. You want to kind of rip on the hilarity, you know, the hilarity of the whole thing. But they're all for your fans. You know, Chris Rock wants to rip on them for the comedy fans, but they're all there taking it very seriously. As serious, you know, they got all their monkey suits because on. They're, they're and, set for life if they win this award, right? Yeah, and you have to you have to play you have to play to the audience in the building, not right. And then your kind of fans at home are going, "Come on, rip on them!" Remember, Sean Penn went up there and was like, "Um, Jude Law is a very great actor uh, who should not be made fun of." Sean, exactly. I saw Chris Rock working out that material at the comedy stores right after he got passed. And he left out one joke. He's like, I tried to walk out of a Jude Law movie that was playing another Jude Law movie on the back wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, – I don't think he'll hold back. And I think that you can't – the other thing you can't do is you can't – which he does. You can't, like, make fun of, like, acting. Right. Like, you exactly. can't be like, you know how easy this shit is? Right. Like, did you hear his – He seen, did that for uh, voiceovers. Yeah, for the voice that was over, great the, uh, animation thing. He's but like, he was just guessing. It's so easy. But he was just a million dollars, and then they give you a check for a million dollars. <laughs> but he was just <laughs> there. That was just a two-minute bit, and he was out. It wasn't like he had to right, host the was, whole fucking thing. Yeah, but that was great. Was he talked about how funny. easy it was and how well it paid. That was so funny. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, if you're black, you need to play a donkey or a zebra." <laughs> it was fucking so funny, dude. <laughs> Uh, he also inducts the Chili Peppers into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you know that? He does? Yeah. He gives a whole speech about it. It's fucking amazing. Because he oh, loves the Chili Peppers. He saw, oh, I see that. He, saw, he saw him by accident when he was young. He thought he was going to see another show, but he ended up at a bar where the Chili Peppers were playing in the 80s. <laughs> and he lost his shit. He was like, this shit is amazing. He's a, he's a big music guy. Yeah. I think he goes to a lot of live concerts. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I uh, my wife's going to an Oscar party, so I have to okay. watch my son. So, all right, dog. Great talking to you. Yeah, I'll try to watch the monologue, but uh, 
I'll hit you later. All right, hit me good up. Good talking to you. Later. Be good. All right, we're, we're going way too long on this show. We, we still got to call Craig and Wendell. What the fuck? So I got a tweet from someone about the... Remember how on the Valentine's Day episode we played? I played that band, LV. Yeah, you got some hate for that. Someone said it sounded like a mix between the dentist office right. and something they'd commit suicide to. Well, I don't know what to tell that guy. I think it I was, loved uh, it. I got another band if we have time for today, too. All right, well, let's for, just... For our exit music. Do you have time? Yeah. Then we might as well just go long. Let's just go long. Let's go long. We're going long! <laughs> My neighbors love me. We got the we got the door open. Yeah, you guys we don't know. We got the know. door open to the backyard. The it's feeling backyard. good in here. Somebody just sent me love on Tinder. Like it's a good day. It's a beautiful day. It's like that U two song, where the streets have no name. Who are you calling now? Ghostbusters. We're calling Craig, the official co-host of the Full Charge hey, Power, hey, Hour. Power, What's Power Hour. Hour. What's up, dude? What up? What's up, Craig? The fuck you Nada, up, to, man? What's up? <laughs> Washing some clothes, <laughs> keeping it exciting and domestic. So I'm watching the show Baskets. It's the new Zach Galifianakis show, and yeah, uh, he's from Bakersfield, Bakersfield, California. That's hilarious, right? How do you like that? I do. I like it. He put put it on the map before I ever could. And they're not being nice about it. They're kind of shitting on Bakersfield. As kind they of. should, kind of. Yeah. Hey. Bakersfield deserves it, dude. Fuck them. They they fucked up. I live there. There's some ball dropping motherfuckers. So when you got more tattoo parlors than libraries, you might be a redneck. Yeah, seriously. Like, uh, here's some things. Uh, Bakersfield's vote at Bakersfield, like in the last year. You know those things like worst city to live in, stuff like that. Yeah. Bakersfield has is number one in worst air quality. It is. <laughs> That's weird because it's not a city at all. What is it from? Right? Like, it's from cows or something. It's I don't know what the fuck it's from. They will tell you. Oh, well, it's from the shitty air that comes over the hills from L.A. and gets trapped <laughs> in our valley. And you're like, okay, L.A. LA just constantly valor. farts on Bakersfield. Dude, Bakersfield is like three two hours away. And you have to go over exactly. a huge mountain to get there. And that's not the valley of L.A. That's like a whole other valley. I think I already explained to you their Natural History Museum had toys from Toys R Us for the dinosaur displays. <laughs> so, and, that's, and I'm not even making that up. That's you know so what I mean? sad. Like, I'm not that smart. I'm just not even that clever. That's the actual thing that the, me and my daughter's saw. And the, I natural, the Natural uh, History Museum had Adam and Eve in it. And it was just right. Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Action figures. <laughs> exactly. That is how it would be. <laughs> oh, so then they were voted, um, not voted, it just, this is, when people crunch numbers, this is what happens. It's the most illiterate town, <laughs> city in California. And so that's crazy because you have to take a survey to get that rating, right? So God knows what the survey looked like. <laughs> You're like, man, these are a bunch of faggy words. I ain't even gonna respond. <laughs> they didn't check in any of the boxes. They checked outside the boxes. So just they just chalked it up that way. Well, well the funny part is when you like share that on Facebook, every one of my Bakersfield peeps that still live there pile on like, fuck that. It's because of all these fucking Mexicans that live here. And <laughs> <laughs> and right away, you're like, actually, it has nothing to do with that. 
Uh, it has to do with people so blaming it on the Mexicans. Yeah, it has, That's what it has to do with it. It has something to do with my childhood when ever somebody was reading on campus at school, they would get the shit kicked out of them and someone would call them a faggot for reading a book. There's your goddamn evidence. Don't come around here with all that reading. Exactly. I can't even tell you how many times some dude just sitting by a tree reading a fucking book like, oh, faggot, just people just surround him and just the book out of his hands and shit like that. It was, it was like, what fucking oh, movie am I in right now? That's so rough. That's so rough. Do people lift their trucks there? Is that like a thing where you want like oh, a big... You fucking ain't right, dude. If <laughs> they you're also, a man... They also lower their trucks, <laughs> if too. If you're not though, a right? fag. Craig, did your town go yeah. through that phase? Mine did, where like everyone had a lowrider truck. It was like an inch yeah, off the ground. in the 80s. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the 80s, it was uh, get it to where the bottom should uh, be rubbed off within a month and a half. That's so great. Like when it was always so funny to watch them go up a little incline or a little yeah. ramp. Because it would be like, they take it that angle. <laughs> just right. Takes 15 minutes to go over a speed bump. Maybe just don't <laughs> <Yeah>. lower it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just leave it as it was when you bought it. <laughs> And just the the, the the amount of like speaker systems and everything that went into it, just like if you didn't have <laughs> if you didn't have four twelves in your trunk, you were just a fag. Right. Yeah, and uh, you were a reader. Or just the bed of your truck is all speakers. This, I remember I got in this guy's truck, and every time the bass went off, the um, the electric clock would dim. <laughs> <laughs> so the clock would like bump to like, the why fucking Why does it rhythm. sound like a fart is in your trunk, dude? <laughs> it was great. Those were great times. Those were good times. Just back when it's long as your truck was low and you had some subs, everything was right. I was thinking about that. Uh, we were, my my senior class went to like Ocean City, Maryland, like unofficially, and we used to ride around this guy Bill Kite's truck. Bill Kite in the back. And he would just bump like Easy E and stuff, and we would just pick up random people and random <laughs> girls and shit. It was ridiculous. Just cruising, cruising down the street. Wait, I'm sorry, you was in Bakersfield too? Yeah, no, dude. Maryland had its own fucking share. Uh, we had trickled down Everywhere from. It does. We had our trickle down from DC, so we knew about like all kinds of rap music and stuff from DC, but it would like trickle down through the woods, right. like like Eastbound and Down. Like those characters, they're from Virginia. And right. Maryland and Virginia are kind of like similar states. They're both like kind of part of the D.C. culture and everything. And if you notice, on Eastbound sure. and Down, half the punchlines are just lyrics from rap songs. And in right. fact, when Whitney Cummings, when, me, when I met Whitney Cummings, she's from D.C. And uh, I told her where I was from, and she just kind of glossed over it. And then we talked for another two minutes, and I was saying shit like, yeah, that shit's dope, no diggity or whatever. And she's like, oh, you're from Maryland. It was a huge epiphany to me because I knew I was from Maryland and I knew I talked like an idiot, but I never like put the two and two together. People are always like, you know, people are always like, why do you, why do you talk the way you talk? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, they thought it was kind of a put on, but it's just like, sure. Everyone was kind of like half stupid <laughs> where I grew up. And like, right. that's kind of where the sense of humor comes from. It's weird. And she's still I the same most- way too. I saw her like last month and like, we speak the same, like, dumb, idiotic language. Dumb dialect. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't even know what Bakersfield is. It's stuff from TV. It's stuff from, like, a guy who barely escaped Bakersfield, and we learned one thing. Maybe he left a notebook behind with words in it. 
because <laughs> Bakersfield only exists because of, uh, <coughs> you read the book, The Grapes of Wrath, right? So right. people uh, from the Gus Bowl, like, fuck, we got to find somewhere. And I'm convinced they just were almost to the ocean. The stagecoach wheel fell off and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Good enough. Right, guys? Good enough. Everybody happy? Yes, good enough. We're settlers. <laughs> we're settlers. We're staying. <laughs> yeah. We're going to stay here in this we almost made it to California. <laughs> so, so like uh, any any uh, UFO corner shit this week? Anything uh, to, to to stump minds, make people think? Sure, sure. There's always uh, it's a it's a vast rabbit hole. The uh, <laughs> UFO corner, uh, All right. UFOs is definitely always a vast. I'm totally interested uh, in the shit. Hole. What's funny is people are like immediately jump on like how it can never happen yep but it's like yeah that's why it's interesting because <laughs> it probably yeah, it's probably impossible there's usually three camps people that believe in jesus and think ufos are bullshit uh oh right that hilarious. fucks up the whole argument yeah that's so silly yeah because whenever somebody says that i'm all look that whole fucking book you believe in is an alien abduction book, okay? That's all that whole book is about. It's about a crazy space alien who says, you need to worship me or I'm going to fuck you up. Right. And then the rest of it is about him picking people up, taking them up in the sky, showing them shit. They go, holy crap. And he goes, now go back down there and tell those other fucking knuckleheads this is how shit's going to go. Right. You're talking then, about like, a, like a lot of the Old Testament stuff, right? Like Moses and, and everything? Oh, yeah, yeah. The entire Old Testament is... Space alien god waving his big dick around, going, "Look, fuck you guys are fuck Zeus. You guys need to get in line. Right. I'm gonna kick some serious ass." That's so funny. Is he's basically going, "I'm gonna go tell these monkeys why it's not okay to kill each other." Like, there's exactly. the Ten Commandments. There's the parting of the Red Sea. Right. right. I kill you. Nobody else. You got it. <laughs> so, so what's 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 for dinner tonight? What do we got? So for dinner tonight, because you know. I decided we'll go the we'll go the crazy route. We'll go All right, the fucking good. way. Good. Here's That's the, what here's I'm looking the weirdo for. route. Oh god. Now people always say like, Oh, they're never in focus. UFO videos are never in focus, which is not true. There's plenty that are in focus. Okay. Now, you can go to this guy, this is about six months old webpage. This is out there. Okay. All right. This is so we've done the NASA photos. We've done that shit. Right. Now we're going to go fucking out there. This is planted out there, UFOs. Okay, so Those you started things. us off with training wheels then. And Pretty now much. we're about to ride our 10 speeds. Yeah, because I told you, go look at NASA. In fact, just go, just type in NASA UFOs. You're going to find a plethora of shit. Okay. You're going to find all kinds of stuff. Okay. And I'm talking just the stuff that is official NASA videos. You can't fake that because nobody's going fucking putting satellites in space. Right. As far as I know, to make a fucking <laughs> clever YouTube video. Right. So this one is a guy, if you go to YouTube, just type in In Focus UFOs. Mm-hmm. His name is Ed. He calls himself Ed. Now, Ed claims he has a ton of UFO videos that for the first time he's sharing them with everybody because he thinks it's time. Right. These are weird, weird-ass videos of In Focus UFOs. Uh-huh. Uh who fucking knows? All I can tell you is, if this, if they're fake, yeah. well, the guy's got good money. He's really good at what he does. He should definitely work in Hollywood, right? Because um, he's got a. He's either got tons of money backing him, 
Yeah. Or he's, he's just really, really fucking good at making good videos. Right, right. Special effects he's and, good at. Yeah, and he's got like six of them. And okay. they're different, uh, different crafts from different uh, parts of the country. And how do we find this shit? Uh, just go to YouTube, type in In Focus UFOs, and, and he'll, he'll pop up. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm yeah. Ed. He's like, I'm not going to tell you my yeah. last name. No. No, yeah. why would you? Oh, I, so, yeah. Okay, so here's, I here's the other part. He's not making any money off of this shit. Right. So why would you do that? And, yeah, he's not the dude. He's not trying to get on TV. Hold on. He's are there, let me ask you this, book. though. Honestly, are there any advertisements on the videos? No. Okay. No, well, I mean, there's the ones that always pop up where you X them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, sure, he's probably, maybe he's making some money doing that, but not that many people are looking at his shit. Okay. Like 5,000 hits. Really? 5,000 hits. All right. Yeah, that's it. All right. So, you know, and you can poo-poo it all you want. That's fucking cool. Whether but, you, the, my, but my point is whether you, whether you disagree with it or whether you agree with it, it's still fun to check out the theories, and especially if there's some it's, visual shit. I want to see it. This is, yes. This it's is some fun. I'm 41. I'm sick of the laws of the world, the laws of physics. I'm so exactly. fucking sick of it. I don't care if it's real. I want the entertainment right. of it. You know what gives the camp, right. though, the UFO camp, a bad name is all these websites because they have, they're like any website. They have to put something out. Yeah. So then they put out a picture, and they're like, like I saw one uh, like a week ago that was, is there a handgun on Mars? And it was a super zoomed right. in. You saw that one? No, I haven't seen that one, but I know exactly but what I mean, you're talking about. Is and this a squirrel's th- face? Yeah, and it's it's just always a rock. It's just like, it's it's. it's in, I think it's insane rock. to think that we're the only ones. And right. there's probably been species that come and go we and rise and right. fall billions of years, you know. Yeah, yeah. We can't even fathom how long, you know. But to think that they're coming in a metallic spaceship, like yeah. the ones that we have, y- you know. I feel like if they are here or if they've come or whatever it is, it would just be... We couldn't even wrap our head around. I don't think it's going to come down in a big. I think people are just wanting to get wet. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Like, there's also the theory that like there's all these dimensions that we don't really know. There's a theory that like mushrooms, for example, are not like anything else on the planet, and they may they they think that maybe those came in little spores on a meteor crashed and then were able to, which is a. Extraterrestrial so living she, thing, but it's just—it's not a gray dude with huge eyes in a metallic right, ship. It's not alive, right? In, right. The, in the way that we're thinking, you know, the mothership is going to look like our planes, except circular. And right. um, yeah, that argument—I'm always like, when they're like, "Oh, dude, we can't do it," and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, there's a lot of shit we can't do." Right, <laughs> but all the all the websites that have to crank out material, or no one's going to give a fuck, have to Correct. come. Have to keep pushing out material like, look, on Mars we found a car that was an alien car. And it's like, dude, it's a rock. Everything you've ever posted is a rock. Do you guys remember Weekly World, a magazine or a newspaper called Weekly World News? Yes. Did they always do like Bat Boy Bat Boy and just nonsense. Yeah. And that was a fun goddamn newspaper. always ridiculous. It's fun to let your mind entertain those ideas, even though you're like... Well, it was also presented as news, so it made it that much more fun. Right. When it just was not fucking true at all. 
But it was right there on the newsstand with the other news. That, that picture of Bat Boy with his mouth and open this was, was before, used for yeah, years. And this was before like all these parody. Like now there's the Onion and a million parody news sites. Back then it was like the legitimate news, Mad Magazine, and Weekly World News was somewhere in the middle. Right. That was so yeah, much Weekly fun. Weekly World News somehow is still out there. Is so it? I never yes. see it. I, I never see it on the. I don't see it on the stand anymore. But that yeah, was me just, neither. And people used to read it, and and like honestly argue over whether it was real or not. Yeah. At least in <laughs> Southern Maryland, where we talk like dopes and scrape our lowrider trucks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's just great. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh. I wish Bat Boy was real. Uh, I wish there was a Bat Boy. I feel bad for so, that boy. Uh, so other than that, there's um, I was working at the subway this week. Yeah. At uh, in the Union Station. Yeah, at the Metro. So, yeah, yeah. So two things happened at Union Station that will not make the news. Okay. One was one was holy shit. The other one was okay, mildly trippy. Would have been great to be there that day. Yeah. Someone left a uh, a cowheart. Out in the South Patio um, courtyard. So, okay, so how do you know it's a cow heart? Well, at first, everybody was like, "Holy shit, there's a human heart <laughs> here in the South Patio." They're doing right? Indiana Jones style sacrifices on the subway right. platforms, right? Which, if you told me you found a human heart in the South Patio courtyard, I wouldn't even bat an eye. I'd go, "Yep, that sounds right." Right. But, you know, it took a while until they figured out somebody sent the right dude out. And he goes, nope, that's a cow heart. Now, the weekend before was... <laughs> I wonder who the right dude yeah, who that is. That fucking is he just like dude. a paramedic or something? Or is he like a heart yeah, identifier? It's, it's a butcher. Yeah, it's, probably a, uh, it's probably a fireman or something who's seen a million hearts. And he goes, cow heart. Okay. They always have that guy who's right. just like, nope, nope, that's a cow heart. Um, <laughs> He's probably wearing like a Patagonia fleece or something. Yeah, everybody else is freaking the fuck out. Like, oh my God, it's a human heart. He goes, no, a human heart is not that humongous. Right. Um, so the week before, a dude, this is pretty fucking gross. Okay. So anybody with a light stomach might not want to listen to the Warning. what I'm about to say. Warning. Yeah, you have been fairly warned. Warning. A dude chewed off yes. his own fucking thumb. What? Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, that's a cow thumb. Now, so the person that told me both of these stories yeah. first told me the thumb story. Yeah. Then he said, but crazier than that, somebody left a cow heart in the South Patio. <laughs> and I said, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, walking by and dropping a fucking cat, going to the butchers, getting a cow heart and dropping it in the South patio doesn't take a lot of effort. No. That's not that difficult. That's like two, three you hours of work. Your own thumb, that way trumps your fucking cow heart story, dude. Yeah, I know. What's the story with thumb guy? Uh, he basically, you get the call over the radio. Hey, there's a dude in South patio. Uh, there's blood. It's weird, right? Yeah. So then that person who responds to that gets close, and when the dude removes his hand from his mouth, they go, holy shit. And see, and then what, did he spit it out or something? Or he swallowed yeah. it? Yeah. I 
You spit it out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, I've, they need to make those trains run faster down there. Because if you have time to chew your own thumb <laughs> off, it's just running too slow. I, You know what? Yeah, or, or put a checker game out there. People get bored, you know? <laughs> I've worked I've worked the metro like you're working it and like uh people come up to me and ask me all the time like what train goes to what? What train they like ask me about the train? Right. And I'm like I don't fucking know, dude. Do you do that all day long or do you start to know the answers? I do get that all day long and some of the answers I have and if I don't I go go talk to that guy right there in the red <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Or go, let me go find the guy for you. He's like, fuck that. I'm just going to chew off my own extremities. Yeah. Then I start chewing on my thumb, and they usually run away in terror. So Take a hit works. of bath salts and chew the old thumb off? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a lot of uh, synthetic marijuana and stuff going around. You know about this, Craig? Yeah, my friend, because um, he gets drug tested, so he can't smoke weed anymore. Uh-huh. He did that shit one time, and this is a guy... Uh, who shot meth in his dick yeah. right at the end before he stopped a doing soldier. that. So, a soldier. That's pretty metal. So, so he rolls hard, right? Yeah. So he did this stuff, and he told me, he goes, dude, I went to take a shit. I woke up three hours later, still sitting there, no idea what happened. Oh, my God. And so he's so he's like, fuck that shit. And he's one of the lucky ones, because he's just like in the and comfort of his own home who fell asleep on this stuff. Yeah, there's big yeah. signs on the subway here saying it can kill you. Yeah, that if you're lucky. Yeah. Otherwise, it makes you do all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, so why people are getting put in prison for marijuana and that shit? You can still go buy in a fucking goddamn store. It doesn't make any goddamn it's sense nutty. to me. It's nutty. Right? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, and I don't even understand these bath salts because, I mean... Dude, you bite someone's cheek off and shit. I mean, right away, I'd be like, this isn't a good high. I'm not going to, yeah, we're not right. going to do this one anymore. Right. You know, worst yeah, case right scenario, away, you, go, you go pick up a cow heart. You play some, yeah. like, elaborate, boring, practical <laughs> joke. When you, when you compare something to heroin and you're like, heroin's safer, yeah, it's probably not a good drug yeah. to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. We got some UFO <laughs> stories. We got some messages out to the kids. The kids do the traditional drugs that have been around yeah, for decades. Do, the regular shit. <laughs> do anything they thought was bonkers in the '60s. All right, don't be trying to shit yeah. this crazy now. Yeah, all the new stuff. Yeah, it's just too fucking out there. Yeah, too much chemicals. I guess. I don't know. All right, dude. I'm going to be home in April. I can't oh, wait to see what? all you mother effers. Uh, order a couple pizza pies, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to get some face-to-face time. We'll get down to business. Maybe, maybe even invite Wendell over. Huh? You broke up there, Captain. I said maybe even invite Wendell over. Oh, yeah. I see why my phone decided to break up. <laughs> it was saving you. It was looking out for you. Phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a really smart phone. So. Speaking of which, I got to call this motherfucker now and get some Oscar picks. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, it's twelve fifty nine. You're gonna be waking somebody up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great talking to you, buddy. And uh, all right, dude. I will see you in a, in a couple weeks. Fucking looking forward to it, brother. All right, dog. Later. All right, man. Later. Oops. Um. All right. Let's call Wendell. And it's like get- the Super Bowl for Wendell today. Yeah, he loves it. You hear these guys outside?
what is that? A table saw? Every day. It's Sunday. <laughs> Every day they're fucking working on some shit. Don't they know some of us don't work for a living? All right. I should totally bro up and just go over there. Like, what are you working on? What's going on? Neighbor What's up. up? Yeah, neighbor up. What's going yeah. on? Bring like a six pack over there. Oh, so you can use a two by four on that, huh? Good choice. Good just choice. laugh at every joke. <laughs> Talk to me. What up? So what's up? What's up? You getting the chips and dip ready? Uh, oh, for the Oscars? Uh, yeah, I got to go to the, uh, the store and get some stuff, dude. You sound yeah, kind of tired, get, Wendell. You better get on it. Stop dragging. Yeah, I just I just woke up like 20 minutes ago. Uh-huh. So, hey, did you win any money at Rise's Poker Game? Dude, made 100 bucks. Yes! That's right. Did you flaunt money. it? Did you throw it in the people's face? Yeah, I walked up to all my friends after the game and just started throwing dollar bills in their face, <laughs> laughing at them, telling them that they suck. Did you wear a visor? <laughs> no. Did you smoke a cigar? No. Like, was it anything like television? No, it's nothing like that. I didn't do anything. I, 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 I didn't even deal the cards. I was trying, and I was using uh, hand sanitizer because I was still sick. <laughs> you know, I felt good enough to go there. And but uh, hey, I didn't, uh, was anything I, weird going on in my apartment? Did you did you did you see anything weird going on in my apartment? Well, it looks like a porno was being shot in there or something, but I thought you were out of town, but I wasn't sure. You know, it was none of my business. No, so I, I actually came like back in town just to shoot a porno, so don't be alarmed. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been home this whole time. I'm just fucking with you. Oh, no, I'm, dude, prank of the century. Dude, you got it. Oh, fucked you up. Changed your life. Um, so... Let's go over your Oscar picks, man. Best picture. What's going to win? Oh, what do you want to win? Uh, well, you know what? This year, I think what I want to win and what's going to win are the same thing. And All right, good. Definitely, it's the Revenant. I mean, the good because we're going awesome. long. All right. And then, and then you're going to pick Leo, right? If I if I remember correctly. Dude, he's he's earned it. He's been nominated <laughs> so many different times and never gotten it. I mean. I mean, he has to win. Is the speech going to be obnoxious? Is it going to be about um, solar energy? I mean, it might be. A lot of these actors like to uh, use their time to talk about causes that matter, you know. Or, you know, I, I wouldn't be for, uh, upset about that. Uh, I mean, he's been nominated for six fucking Oscars, and he's never won. So I think he deserves to win. And deserves Was he nominated for Gilbert Grape? Um, let's see here. He was. That was his first Oscar nomination, Gilbert Grape. He was nominated for The Aviator, Blood Diamond, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, now The Revenant. That adds up to six? That's up to five. Uh, what's this sixth one? Was he nom- oh, he was nominated twice for Wolf of Wall Street. It counts because it was nominated for Best picture of the year and he was a producer on it i think okay so he gets two oscar nominations the same year i guess that's how that works i'm not sure all right 
All right, we've already done this, I yeah. think. So, what what movie did you watch this week? Did you go back to the theater and finish watching Revenant? I mean, you haven't even finished watching no. it. No, right? no, I didn't get to finish watching it yet. But uh, <laughs> I do need to. Do, you know what I'm going to do? And and I, that a movie I wanted to see just came out Friday, and if it wasn't Friday, I would have went and saw uh, Triple Nine with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that movie looks fucking sick as shit. That's awesome. what I'll go see because I just stopped watching Cheers. Let's go see that tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch that. <laughs> that ought to give well, that ought to cure my uh, my Cheers blues. Yeah, you just need something new. Yeah, yeah, that that movie nothing like Cheers. So um, <laughs> yeah, but it's got Woody in it. It yeah. Doesn't he play Woody Boyd in tri- Woody Boyd in Triple Nine? No, he plays a uh, corrupt cop, uh, from what I can tell from the trailer. And uh, it looks like yeah, there's a red band trailer for it on YouTube. It's been out for a while. I mean, it just looks like crazy action. Like well, in the last season of Cheers, yeah. he becomes a politician. Yeah, no, you're right. It's probably not the same character. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's. The same. You don't, don't go from politician to cop. He doesn't behead anyone and and cheers and roll their head down the bar and he just throws beers around the bar. So it's a little bit different. Is this is this a graphic movie? This Triple Nine. From the trailer, I saw a Red Band trailer for it. It looks fucking ridiculously violent. Like, it's got him and Casey Affleck and uh, Anthony Mackie, who happens to be in uh, Half one of the movies I watched this week. What? Um, well, I watched uh, The Night Before, that Christmas movie. Was Ooh, that's a horror movie, right? No. No, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Anthony Mackie, Julian Bell. And they all hang out. Uh, well, the three dudes hang out every on Christmas Eve. Or whatever. On Christmas Eve, yeah, every year for like fifteen years or something. And funny shit always happens when they do enough to make a movie about. Uh, I'm not sure if it was quite enough to make a movie about. <laughs> That's the gray area. I mean, a little bit of funny stuff happens, you know, and they have their little set thing of stuff they do. You know, they go to FAO shorts and dance on a fucking big piano keyboard. Right. They, do they, they reference big? Karaoke. Do they reference big when they do that? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And they totally stole that. So they're day. like, hey, remember that funny part from that other movie? Yeah, it's in this movie, too. <laughs> 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 they didn't do it quite like that, but... I do. Believe, I do remember them mentioning Big at some point in the movie. Um, does Does Borat sing the national Borat. anthem of Kazakhstan? Like they should just put all the good shit from other movies in this movie, and then they'd have a good movie. <laughs> yeah, that's no, so they, great. Yeah, Borat, Borat sings, and the horse fucking falls over because <laughs> he's singing so bad. That movie's fucking amazing. I'm reviewing. Yeah, I'm reviewing Borat. We're going back. Fucking uh, Dude, five ice cream five trucks. I was sitting right. in a theater in Texas. I was on like one of my first road gigs, and I texted Wendell, and I go, "I'm sitting in the theater. I'm about to watch Borat," and I get this text back that says, "Get ready to laugh your ass off," <laughs> from Eric Wendell before he was a movie right. reviewer. That movie really is crushingly funny. <laughs> so oh my god. It's so great. 
it's so hard. Like, and it's so hard to watch his other movies after that because you always go back and you, you like in your mind you're comparing it to Borat. Yeah, I don't know, but but in fucking funny, you're disappointed. Yeah, but how about in Bruno where he kisses a guy in front of two thousand rednecks and they all just go fucking nuts? Bruno's real <laughs> funny was, too. Or when they're that testing really the funny. show in front of that test audience yeah, 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 and yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, that's that just really good. Funny. Or he sneaks into a guy's tent oh. that wants to kill him because he's homophobic. <laughs> Come on! I'm worried about his new movie with Mark Strong, though, that Grimsley Brothers thing. I, I don't know if that's going to be as good as that. I don't think be. anything is funnier than the Ollie G character to me. Nothing yeah. is funnier in this world. That's like your roots, though. That's just I love it so much. It's so obnoxious and that so funny. So great. It's All right. so disappointing that you can't go back and do something like that because, you know, the cat's out of the bag. Like, there's no way you can fool anyone. You know, it's it funny just, is uh, uh, w- the night before is such a bad movie, we started reviewing other movies in the middle of the review of the night before. <laughs> we got sidetracked. Yeah. So this movie's no yeah, good? What ice cream truck does it get? How many? Um... I mean, it was moderately amusing and had, like, uh, some some decent cameos or little bit parts for other people I like and stuff. Yeah, so what does it get? I like, the, I like Jillian Bell from a Workaholic. She's pretty funny. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it, like, two and a half ice cream trucks. I can't give it that much more. It wasn't that great. All right. How many laughs did you la- – how many la- out loud laughs did you get out of it? Ballpark. Uh, there was a few. There was a few in there. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't the worst two. thing I've ever seen. I've two laughs. I, 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 I'd probably laughed a few times at least. So, a few funny things. So it's not as good as Star Wars. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't I, I can't keep shitting that much on Star Wars. Well, Star Wars got three, right? From its first. The Star, Star Wars, Wars had... I dropped it down to three. Yeah. But did you drop it down to three out of ten? Because that uh, just that turns it into one like one day. Well, that was one I had day. three out of five ice cream trucks, but you convinced me to drop it down to three out of ten now on one previous show. <laughs> and that's fine. I don't care. All right, so <laughs> this movie is better than Star Wars. Um, I, I, I don't know. You're confusing the scales on me now. Like, well, I, I if gave three out of ten. Out of five. Three out of ten is what? That's like one out of five? One and a half out of five? I mean, it's a completely different movie, though. I mean, it's a comedy. You can't compare a Seth Rogen comedy with with fucking with Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is like an epic event. Like, even though they robbed from all the other movies to make this movie, you know, the first quarter of the movie is, like, exciting and new and an event, and, like, everyone's cheering. And it's, it's like, like love a whole fucking thing. <laughs> All right, so uh, so well, it's exciting and new. Come on board. We're expecting you. All right, you're too young, Wendell. All right, so uh, I used to watch that. I yeah. watched another movie this week too. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, it's a it's an older movie. It's like five years old. But I, when I was at the poker game, this guy mentioned it to me. I was like, oh shit, I never saw that. Yeah, there's a documentary about uh, about Tribe Called Quest called Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Directed by. Michael Rappaport, buddy. Michael Rappaport. My man, my man, my man. You just saw <laughs> Peach Rhymes in Life? I, my man. I never saw it, yeah. My man. It, it kind of, 
My man went real quick, I guess. I'm obviously a fan of I Am Rappaport podcast. <laughs> All right. How many My Mans does this fucking movie get? Well, I thought it was really interesting. I learned a lot of stuff I didn't uh, know. And plus, I was always a big Tribe uh, Called Quest fan. So I definitely get five ice cream trucks. Do you see how Rando is like our Jerobe? <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he shows up once in a while. Yeah, and just like, knocks it out of the park. How, how are you a member of a huge group and you just like, every once in a while you'll show up and like... I don't know. Do I'd be, if dude, if I was in Tribe Called Quest... I'll be there every day. I'll be like, we record yeah. tomorrow? <laughs> I'm going to be there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, what's up with that guy? When's tour start? I'd be fucking so psyched. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not. Like, I mean, I'm not shitting on the guy. He obviously is a happy guy. Yeah. But there's no way I could go cook You're food like, when there was rocks to mine. Yeah. He wanted to be like a food fucking... Uh, they, said he was actually, they said he was actually on low-end theory, and they took his shit off because he quit. Oh, really? Yeah. He had shit laid oh, down on those songs, and they just took it off because he wasn't in the group no more. Oh wow! I didn't know. I didn't hear that in the movie. I, I, that must have been like a secret, uh, secret thing there. I didn't hear that. Secret. It's in the movie. Was it? I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. That. It's in the movie. Fife says it. Oh, fuck. oh all right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's disappointing. Like I, I found it interesting that they still owe Jive Records another fucking album. From 1989 contract, and they haven't made it. I can't believe Jive hasn't forced them to fucking make that shit. They don't care about albums anymore. You can't make money off an album. Like Tribe could, though. Yeah, they could, yeah. But it's like, it's kind of a bummer. Like, every once in a while, they come back and do a couple shows, I guess, here and there. But, and every time, it's like, oh, this is the last one. We're not doing it anymore. We're like, this is it. Yeah. And they just keep doing that. And it's like, the final on. tour. Yeah, like the who? Yeah, yeah, like 2008. They're like headlining Rock the Bells. Like this is it. And then two years later, they do uh, Rock the Bells. You know, oh, this is it. This is the last show. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And then 2013. Oh, this is it. That's the last one. Well, I hate to tell you this, but this is the last podcast we're doing. Final oh, cast. Yeah, huh. this is it. Dude, I haven't gotten my big break with Tom Cruise yet. Dude, we, we keep doing this. We got canceled by the internet. <laughs> Oh, dude. It's over, Wendell. Fuck the internet. Fuck the internet. Mark Zuckerberg just called me. Really? Yeah, he's like, dude, you got to quit this shit. You're 167 episodes in. When's this going to end? Dude, fuck Zuckerberg. <laughs> we do what we want. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wish we were big enough for this to, that to start a beef between Eric Wendell and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> That would be the dude, shit. I hate these kids next door, dude. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Fucking can't stand these kids. Fuck off, kid. What's going on? Dude, it's these fucking dumbass Egyptian kids that moved into the apartment next door to mine. They're fucking Are they trying to build a pyramid door. or something outside? I don't know what they're doing. Up to they're your window? They're constantly fucking kicking soccer balls and shit around. Constantly screaming at each other, <laughs> making noise. Pissing off oh. old man Wendell. <laughs> yeah. Don't let your ball oh, go on Wendell's yard. He'll fucking pop I'm it with a, a knife. Flares. I'm going to get a couple flares and duct tape to my chest and run over there screaming Allah Akbar or some <laughs> shit. Start fucking screaming, curtain at him, freak him that out. That was a home run. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I thought this podcast was starting to lag. And then you said the most racist fucking thing about the wrong people. Like, it doesn't even apply to Egypt. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. I was just joking. Yeah, I know, but, but, uh, but it was still fun. <laughs> they are pretty fucking annoying, though. They're constantly screaming. But I guess I have to give them more credit than, like, regular American kids because at least they go outside and play and do shit. That there you go. Regular American kids don't do anymore. They don't even know how to watch TV. The they, they look at it for a minute and they yeah. go, huh? And then they just go outside and kick what? soccer balls. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. I got to give them a little bit of credit. They might be annoying because they're always outside making noise, but at least they go outside. That's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I gotta go put on my uh, my Oscar suit, my tuxedo. Dude, gonna... Where are you going to watch the, the show, dude? I just bar on my street. But I'm gonna fucking right. knock everybody's socks off. Does. I'm gonna wear a tuxedo and tell everybody I'm I'm up for best sound effects. But my flight got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> hey, why don't we meet on? Hey, why don't we meet on Hollywood Boulevard today and get a drink? Like around around uh, Hollywood and Highland. Around, around you, you can't get to Hollywood and Highland unless you have a, a, a pass around your neck. <laughs> yeah, I'll meet I you used, there. I used to live. Yeah, right. You can't get there. I used to live right next to that. I used to go down there every year, but you can only get to like you might be able to get like a half a block before Hollywood and Highland. There'll be so many people you wouldn't be able to get get in there. <laughs> Do they let people dress like fucking Darth Vader and stuff out there during the Oscars? No, those people are gone. Like Yodas and shit? They get the day off. Yeah, those good guys get the day off. Did I ever tell you I saw, they like... Think about all the bad, they get to think about all the bad decisions they've made in their life. There's all these, like, people that dress up life. as, like, Darth Vader and shit outside the Man them? Theater. Yeah. And uh, there's a subway, the Metro, that goes right there. And I was on the Metro one time, and I saw Darth Vader on the fucking subway. <laughs> <laughs> With the mask on and everything, yeah, get a cab, dude. And I've so seen a Spider-Man with a ponytail coming out of the back of the mask. That is some sad shit. Yeah, I used to see those guys walking home. Like some of them would walk through my neighborhood on their way home. You ever see like two Spider-Mans together? Like, oh, I thought it was your day. No, it's my day, dude. Look at the calendar. <laughs> No, Do you know I, I once shouted that. out the? I saw Captain America walking down the street, and I shouted, "Fix the fix the economy, Dick!" <laughs> it was glorious. Did you say anything? No. <laughs> it was kind of lost. No one really laughed. <laughs> Actually, I was with a girl, and she fucking almost crashed the car. That's how fun <laughs> it is to hang out with me. Lethally fun. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll go on the high note then. Still laughing. I mean, those guys, I, didn't I see on the news recently one like a couple of those guys got in a fight with each other down there? Like, one of them I hope so. Or like, one of them, a, I hope that happened because I'd love to see it. B, I hope is fucking newsworthy. I love that that's on the news. That <laughs> boy fights Superman. I swear those guys, I, I can't remember which characters it were. I swear a couple of them got in a fight. It was on fucking Nightmare News after one. Alright. Like not too long ago. Hey, have you Googled have you seen this thing about uh UFOs in focus? Like there's footage no, of UFOs that? that are in focus? I don't know, Craig told us about it. Is that is that a movie or No, it's real life. It's on YouTube? Some yeah, it's on the focus. internet. So it's up. on the it's on the World Wide Web. Yeah, I'll check it out, dude. You can check it out right I'm now? Sure I'm sure there's UFOs and shit. Like, I, I believe in that shit. You think we got pictures of them, though? No. no. Do I have pictures? No. I'm, I'm saying, are they out there? Are the pictures out there? 
Let me. I'm checking hey, out. Hey, Wendell, you're the entertainment guy. Is the X Files back on the air? They had a six episode event series, just like they did with Twenty Four uh, last year, uh-huh. and it just ended this past Monday. Get the six fuck episodes. out of here! I, I totally missed that. I heard people talk about it yesterday. Yeah, it was it was all right, yeah, but the, you know they fucking ended it like like what kind of ending is that? Like it's like they end it with like a cliffhanger. How do you end the fucking six episode event series with a cliffhanger? Like I, I guess they're going to come well, back because when it more. comes back in two thousand twenty six, you get to find out what happened. <laughs> yeah, if that's what it really is, that's going to really make me angry. Um, that's hard to right. do. Extraordinary UFO in focus UFOs. Three months ago, it says this was posted. Is it by Ed or something? Yeah, Ed put it up. Alien abduction takes me to Mars, caught on film, 2015. Oh, my God. What? It's just a rock. Sounds like horseshit. <laughs> Does it? I'm starting to not believe uh, this uh, website right here. Although it has over 66,000 views. But the, the like, uh, dislike uh, button is a little... Uh, Scam. That was a tail. 561 likes, 321 dislikes. So, All right. This is my fifth time leaving Earth, it says, at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> okay, these people are... All right. I mean, I believe in aliens and shit, but, you know, there's no point in making a ridiculous video claiming you've been to Mars. Five <laughs> so what is it, like an interview of someone talking about it? Try getting a job after that. <clears throat> there's a... Uh, clo- there's... I'm just reading the captions. I had a volume up. All right. All right. I'll investigate it. All right. Is Craig one of the people that have been abducted, or he just believes in it, or what? He's into it. I don't think you're looking up what Craig was talking about. He threw the name Ed around. Yeah, there's a guy named Ed, doesn't have a last name, who put up videos that has... uh, No, uh, no, this is Ed. Yeah, it said it right at the beginning. This is Ed or something, or I am Ed or something. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. So Ed's been to Mars five so times? He's on board an alien spacecraft looking back uh, at the footage and looking at Earth. Craig right explained here. it like this guy's making no money. Yeah. He looks completely legit. Oh well. Yeah, All so right, Randall. A picture of it. This is Ed or whatever. All right, we're boring the audience to tears. I think we're going to get going. And you do get paid money on Google or on uh, Google pay you money if you get enough views and yeah. enough subscribers. Yeah. So, but, and the carrying according to this, this guy has almost sixty four hundred subscribers. Right. So if he has enough videos with over, you know, almost seventy thousand views, he's making some money. So you uh, think he's been to Mars then? Do I think I, I haven't watched the video yet to to give my own determination? But well, why don't you watch like it with me. an open mind? You know, you've already made okay. up your mind. Watch it. It's only seven and a half minutes. I'll, I'll give it a watch here <laughs> after after I hang up. What time does the Oscar start? I uh, believe 5.30 uh, West Coast time, so i got about four hours. Okay. <laughs> All right. got to go pick up some snacks. <laughs> what are you going to get? Are you going to Rite Aid? Get me some smoked Gouda, some water crackers, you know, maybe a six-pack of beer, 12-pack of beer, something like that. Yeah. Just get ready to fucking party. Do you watch, <laughs> do you watch the whole three hours? Four hours? Yeah, I watch, I watch the whole thing, yeah. I watch, I watch the award shows for film stuff. Like I watch the Golden Globes. I watch the. I don't watch any of the other ones. Yeah. I watch like five minutes of the Grammys or whatever, just because 
uh, one of the chicks I worked with at Disney was on there. I don't know. It was really, it really made no sense to me. I, I, I was, I turned, tuned in long enough to see the, uh, the uh, part of the Lionel Richie, uh, uh, tribute or whatever they wanted to call it. Yeah. Made no sense, but whatever. All right. What made no sense? The no, Emmys? Dude. The Emmys? The Grammys? No, the Grammys. Uh, and he had such a weird group of people, like, giving him a tribute for his lifetime achievement or whatever. Like, you have, like, you have Demi Lovato and Megan Trainer and some, like, country singer or something giving Lionel Richie a lifetime achievement tribute, uh, like, fucking montage on the stage. I'm like, these people have nothing to do with Lionel Richie. They don't sound like Lionel Richie. How could... Are they Lionel Richie fans? I don't even understand it. That's a trick question. Everybody's a Lionel I mean, Richie fan. You would think you'd have like a bunch of like old school like like I, I don't know. It, it, it's not the crowd I expected to see uh, giving him a tribute. Let's put it that way. I think you they just I mean? wanted stage time, homie. I guess so. I yeah. guess he doesn't get to choose who gives him his tribute. Fuck no. That, that, that would be my guess. He, I'm sure he doesn't know who the fuck Megan Trainer is. You do though, right? What does she sing? I I got a big butt. What is that song? Uh, all about that face. Yeah, that's a good song. And There's controversy know. around that song because they people say really? she lifted the melody from an old Fish song, like a 20 year old no Fish shit. song. Yeah, look it up. Oh yeah, look that up, Wendell. Uh, Check that out. Ed posted something about that. I didn't hear about that. Ed's been to Mars eight huh? times. Yeah, he's on mushrooms at a fish show. <laughs> All right, buddy. I think it's something I'll do for a nap. <laughs> yeah, I got to Thanks for the lullaby. Before those, those Egyptian kids are going to wake me up again. All right. I'm taking that. Yeah, get down to the right and get them crackers. <laughs> get ready. Right, dude. Shit. dude, you better get your tux out of the cleaner. <laughs> Suppressed and get that back on. Next year, we're going to have an Oscar party. Me, you, and Craig, and Randy. A tribe called Tux. Fuck it. You just podcast during the Oscars, the whole thing. I know, we should. But I want to dress up for it. Three hour live show. I want to rent Tuxes for a fucking audio medium. Dude, that's what we could do. You could get a a Twitch account because you can live stream on Twitch and we could just, we could, uh, Live stream uh, the podcast for the entire length of it. Okay, to the uh, listeners, all you have to do is listen to this bullshit for another year, and then we're going to deliver something that's super hype. <laughs> you heard it here first. Just hang in there, Just hang guys. in there for another 52 weeks. <laughs> Just hang in. You can do hang this. You can do this. In a year, it'll turn around. Yeah. Well, I just bought a power Scott, we're flying you out. I'm going to do the red carpet <laughs> interviews. <laughs> we are here. Well, what? <laughs> Dude, I bought a Powerball ticket that could we uh, that could win three hundred million. So I'll I'll uh, I'll All right. some cash. Well, one more thing before we go, I wanted to talk about this and I forgot about it. I went into a um, I unsuspectingly went into a gay bar to get a drink and I didn't know it was gay because there was nobody in there until I saw like the little Budweiser things match were rainbow and I go oh I'm in a gay bar right now but there's no one else there so who cares right Yeah, it's just a bar. So yeah. I'm drinking a beer. The question is, can a gay bar be gay if I'm the only one there? It's still a gay bar. The answer is yes, because the bartender was playing like techno music and dancing and singing it. To, even though it was a huge bar. Was it Boiler He was right in, Yeah, Boiler Room. Yeah. He's sitting there like <laughs> right in front of me. How do you know about it? 
I walk by it almost yeah, every and day. And you know. Yeah. My dumb yeah. ass is just like, it's right by my bank. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to go in there and have a drink. And then it like. Looks, it looks like a little dive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so huge. And then like the, the bartender gave me no personal space and like sang, uh, sang like show tunes right in front of me. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, it's still the gay bar. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing how one guy, or I guess, it's, I guess it only takes two to tango. So I'm gay now. I'm gay now. I come. I came out of the closet. Wow. I didn't want to be, but I guess I am. Dude, this uh, this is a. An We're here. Moment. We're not queer, but we still want to drink a beer. All right, Wendell. <laughs> Hell of an Oscar segment today, Wendell. All right, Wendell. <laughs> All right, Mad love. Say what's up to the Egyptians. Say what's up to the clerk yeah. at Rite Aid, and we'll see you at the Oscars. Nice. All right, buddy. All right, you guys. See you later. Mad love. See, see ya. All right, and that's going to do it for the Full Charge Power Hour. Thank you for listening, and, um, you know, tell a friend. Make sure you tell a, you. I'm talking to you. Tell a friend about us. Peace.